Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Post 20 Podcast. I think this is episode 106. I'm going to be 100% honest with you right now. This one is so off the cuff, it's not even funny. Um, I have had the longest four, three to four days of my life. I mean, we have recorded so much content. I have had so many class meetings. I have just been writing so much. My brain has turned to complete mush. I mean, over the past three days, I've collated over 125 pages of, excuse me, of literature that I've wrote this semester. Um, had to collate it, make portfolios, introductory memorandum, as well as research papers. I've been writing two of those. One of them is 30 pages long and uh, have to get ready for a presentation as well. So I've done all of that shit over the past three days, as well as recording two separate podcasts, plus this one. So it's been a fucking busy week for me. Um, that's why this one's off the cuff. And sorry for the rant. Sorry to bitch, but nobody else wants to listen. So you guys have to listen. Okay, so midweek games here. Um, match day 14, this technically was. We're going to go ahead and recap some of these. I'll give you the picks for match day 15. Um, Matt and I, Matt, Matt gave me his picks. So I'll give you those. I'm going to go over the games that I thought had significance um, and we'll kind of skip past the unimportant ones. Newcastle 1, Norwich City 1. Newcastle do not get their first league win. Um, Callum Wilson, well, first I should say that there was a red card in this game. Newcastle got a red card in the ninth minute. Um, they play like they're a man down anyway, so losing a man didn't really affect them all that much. Um, a red in the ninth, but Callum Wilson drew them ahead in the 61st minute on a penalty. Timu Puki scored in the 79th to draw things level, and the game ended um, right there. I will say that Norwich dominated the game mostly because um, Newcastle just couldn't get off that back foot. You know, they were missing a player. 69% possession for Norwich, six shots on target and 16 shots total. Um I would think that both teams were looking for a point or looking for three points, but I guess a point shared will do. Leeds won Crystal Palace nil. It does appear that Crystal Palace's lapse in form may be something more than temporary. Leeds looked pretty solid in this game. I think this was one of their better showings so far this season. 15 shots, three on target, and 62% possession. Um, an update on the Calvin Phillips situation. Marcelo Bielsa came out and said that there is no issue between the two. Um, so that is good to see. Southampton 2, Leicester City 2. My game of the week. Wasn't necessarily expecting it. Um, <clears throat> buddy, uh, Kyle, shout out Kyle if you're listening right now. He uh, he messaged me uh, in one of our soccer group chats and, and asked, what's the game to watch today? And I said, I think Southampton Leicester City is going to be a good game. Uh, and boy, it was. So, uh, Jed or Jan Bednarek, sorry, I always fuck up with his name, uh, scored in the third minute. Johnny Evans in the 22nd. Che Adams struck back for Southampton to draw them ahead in the 34th. And James Madison scored in the 49th. Um, that was the final goal, made sure that these teams stayed level for the rest of the game. Man, this one was pretty evenly matched. I thought Leicester would come out on top here. I did pick them to win, but Southampton really exhibited some grit in this game, uh, lined up pretty similarly to how they've been lining up this season. 
Um, and I think Leicester are are truly just not not grinding results out like they used to, right? Um, they are missing Yuri Tielemans, absolutely. We're not seeing much of Kelechi Anacho. And it's not every game that you're going to get goals from Jamie Vardy. You know, he's had some decent weeks in recent recent times, but um, when he doesn't show up, you're you're ultimately not really going to win. So they share the points with Southampton here. Um, in I would say probably a disappointment for Leicester because they truly need to get ahead. Next one, Wolves nil, Burnley nil. Burnley in 18th place on 10 points. Draw with Wolves who are in 8th on 21. Um, this game kind of went how I thought it would go. Wolves were the team that were on the front foot for most of the game. 66% possession versus the 34 that Burnley had. But only two shots on target for Wolves. They just couldn't get it going um, within that 18 and 6-yard box. They did line up with a relatively threatening front three. Adama, Raul Jimenez, and Huang Hee Chan. But they couldn't get things going. I think this is a good result for Burnley to get a point against Wolves, who have been surging in recent weeks. Um, they can't be too upset with that. Watford 1, Chelsea 2. Man, this one was close. Mason Mount scored in the 30th minute. Um, after not featuring, you know, in that many games uh, in, in recent weeks, he's been relatively quiet, um, was was on center stage in this one, scored in the 30th. Emmanuel Bonaventure scored in the 44th to draw things level, and Hakim Ziyech in the 72nd brought Chelsea ahead. They were man, they were able to to keep that um keep that lead and, and take all three points. Good result for Chelsea. They had to kind of grind it out here. Watford have been in decent form as of late. Hard team to beat right now. Um, they're very scrappy. They were without um, Ismail Asar, but it was a good game from them. I think that they played um, pretty well on the attack. Six shots on target. Actually outshot Chelsea. They only had four, and the two teams kind of shared possession. Uh, the, the kind of takeaway that I had from this one was that Watford looked more solid in the midfield. Um, they knocked the ball around better. And that's probably because we we saw some guys kind of get slotted in here. I know we've said in recent weeks, um, no chill well. So Alonzo has been back in. He's trying to get get himself back into the pace that the, they were playing at before. Um, you saw Saul in this game. He, we've talked about too, not necessarily a fit. So I think it's good um, that Chelsea got away with three points. You can't look into it too much. Um, good result. West Ham won at Brighton one. West Ham slip up against a Brighton team and let them score in the 89th minute. Teams share the points. Thomas Suchek was the one that scored in the fifth. Uh, Neil Mopai in the 89th for Brighton. Uh, um, this is an unlucky one. West Ham do currently sit in fourth place, five slots ahead of Brighton, who are in 19th or who are in ninth with 19 points. Um, West Ham didn't really get the chance to knock the ball around all that much here. They weren't necessarily in control. Brighton held the ball for 66% of the time. Um, and when West Ham did have the ball, they looked threatening, but um, they wind up only getting one goal from six shots on target. They just struggled to get things um, into the back of the net. And this was a game where I was really expecting West Ham to come out guns blazing, but... Uh, Graham Potter's boys ensure that the teams share the points. 
Okay, Everton 1, Liverpool 4. This is not worth talking about all that much. Hendo scored in the 9th, uh, Salah in the 19th, and that was really where the game ended, by the way. Damari Gray got one back in the 38th, but second half goal from uh, Mohamed Salah and another one from Diogo Jota uh, were the difference in this one. I knew that, that Liverpool would come out and win this game by at least three, so this was a great result. They held the ball for most of the time. Um, Everton are struggling still without DCL. They did have Richarlison back in this game, but ultimately it didn't make that much of a difference. Seven shots on target, 16 total shots for Liverpool, 70% possession. They knocked the ball around so, so well. They are so good in the midfield and so good at moving forward. That defense, which has been shored up in recent weeks, is a one thing that I'm, I'm hoping they can really shore up and, and continue to make sure that sharp because that's going to be the difference between them contending for the league and just coming into second or third place speaking of contending for the league manchester city league leaders i think um win 2-1 against aston villa first loss for stevie g um as aston villa's head man Wow, City looked good in this game, too. Um, Ruben Diaz scored in the 27th. Bernardo Silva in the 43rd. So two pretty quick goals in the first half. Ollie Watkins got one back after halftime in the 47th. But City really bunkered down and made sure that nobody could get their way in. Zinchenko featured in this game. Um, Nathan Ake as well. And Ruben Diaz in the back. And then Cancelo, who has been amazing in recent weeks, um, played right back. I just think it's amazing that they're able to get what they can get out of guys like Fernandinho and Rodri, um, who are just really physical defensive midfielders. It's it's really crazy that they're getting uh, mileage out of Fernandinho still, to be honest with you. It's it's really just kind of blows my mind because he is up there, I'll tell you. Um, and what an amazing game and, and really amazing brand of football that City play. It hurts me to say, but... Um, I, I really just don't hate them all that much, you know? It's it's hard to see them win and dominate every year, but I like Pep, and I just kind of like all the players that are on that team. So uh, good result for them, and I'm sure Stevie G and the boys will be looking to bounce back next week. Tottenham 2, Brentford nil. This game was today. I'm filming this on um, Thursday, December 2nd. Thank God the weekend's here. Um Tottenham 2-0, like I said, Sergio Canos with an own goal in the 12th minute, and then Son got an insurance goal in the 65th. Uh, Tottenham were able to hold on to that lead. Conte made sure that he locked things down. There was kind of a five-in-the-back sort of thing here with Emerson Royale and Reggion playing uh, left and right, or right and left wing back respectively. Yeah, my brain's fucked. Um... Yeah, in an offensive sense, Tottenham dominated this game. Um, six shots on target, 11 shots total, 47% possession. And I really think that it was nice to see to see Son um, really perform here, get a goal. I am worried about Harry Kane, I'll tell you. He has not been scoring whatsoever, and it doesn't seem like his head is in it. I would be curious. I know we have one Spurs listener. I mentioned Kyle uh, earlier. He, he is a Spurs fan. Um, I would be curious to see what really the broader Spurs community has to say about Harry Kane because he truly looks like um, just a shell of himself. And I know he's been playing okay in an England shirt, but man, he looks awful when he suits up for Tottenham. And I wonder if, if Conte will be wanting to move him on or 
what kind of conversations they've been having because ultimately when Tottenham are good, it's because Harry Kane is really in, in form um, and he has not been in form recently. I'll tell you that. Okay. Uh, this game just finished. Um, I just finished watching it before I stepped up here to record. Manchester United 3, Arsenal 2. Penchester United is back, ladies and gentlemen. Emil Smith-Rowe opened the scoring in the 13th minute. Bruno Fernandes struck back in the 44th. Cristiano Ronaldo scored in the 52nd from open play. Odegaard struck back immediately in the 54th. And then in the 70th minute, there was a penalty taken by none other than Cristiano Ronaldo. And Penaldo and Penchester United take all three against an Arsenal team who I thought would go to Old Trafford and win. Now, let me just say that I am proud of the way Arsenal played in this game. Um, I don't know what De Gea was doing for the Smith-Rowe goal, but we're, I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm just going to take the goal and move on. Um, Arsenal played really well, I think. 17 shots, 8 on target, 56% of the possession. They were in control for this entire game. I really liked the way they, they lined up. Uh, Nuno Tavares out on the left. Gabriel Ben White in the center with Tomiyasu out on right back. Um, Tomiyasu has been amazing. I know I've said it many times, but he deserves a lot of praise. He's been unreal, stepped right in, figured it out in about a game, two games, and he's really hasn't missed a beat since. Um, Martinelli looked good on the right, uh, right wing, right mid. Uh, Elneny even looked solid as, as long as, uh, um, not as long as, as well with Thomas in there. And Smithrow played out kind of like left mid. I know Saka kind of got a knock last week, so that's why we didn't see him feature in this game. But Martinelli stepped in and, and was okay. Uh, Odegaard was good too, but we need to get rid of Aubameyang. We need a new striker. I'm hoping we bring one in in January, maybe move Aubameyang on for 10 mil. I'm sure some older club would, would pay for him. Uh, not older, but smaller club would pay for him and, and use him to teach some of their younger guys. He just doesn't have enough um, left in the tank to get the job done at Arsenal. But yeah, great, great game from Ronaldo, of course. Um, you know, he always shows up in the big games. And Bruno even got himself on the score sheet. So unlucky result for Arsenal, but I'll tell you, man, I'm proud of these guys. Um, they are they are really grinding it out and, and trying their best to, to get results. They currently sit in fifth place on 23 points, just one point behind West Ham. So West Ham, we're coming for you. Somehow Tottenham are in um, in sixth place on 22 points. I don't know. Um, shit's getting real tight here. We have we have Wolves, Man United, um, and Tottenham all within two to one point of us. So shit could get hairy here soon. But um, I'm just hoping that that Arsenal can maybe jump into that fourth spot next week. We'll see. We're gonna get into those games now. Uh, and I apologize for the the brevity of this episode. I am exhausted, man. I am going to go get a shower after this and settle in because I think Thursday night, Thursday night football. Yeah, it's on. Saints versus Cowboys. I can't wait. Okay, West Ham, Chelsea. Oh, boy, this is the game. Okay, I am taking Chelsea in this one. I think that they absolutely hammer West Ham in this game. West Ham have looked terrible in recent weeks, and this is one of those games that could probably bite me. Um, but I really think that Chelsea win this game. I just think that they're going to be a better team here, and West Ham have just not shown me enough in recent weeks to go with them. So I am taking Chelsea in that one. Uh, Matt is also taking Chelsea. I'm going to read you guys the picks after I give mine. Uh, we have Newcastle versus Burnley here. 
Newcastle have to be looking to get a win here soon. My gut tells me draw. My head tells me Newcastle. But my heart tells me Burnley. I suck at picking Burnley. I always have. But I'm going to take Burnley. I think they win this game. Newcastle are a disaster and they're going down. Uh, Matt is taking Newcastle in this one, by the way. Wolves-Liverpool. I don't think Wolves are good enough to beat Liverpool here. Diogo Jota is going to be playing against his former club. I think he comes out. I think he plays an unbelievable match. And I think Liverpool batter Wolves. Uh, Matt also has Liverpool. Uh, Southampton and... Brighton, Matt has a draw in this, or Matt has a Southampton win in this one. I think that this game is actually a draw. I think it's a 1-1 or a 2-2 draw. Um, these teams have both been grinding out results, and I just think that that kind of continues here. I think they they grind together and, and just ultimately stop right before the finish line because I, I can't see either team... Um, Edging the other in this one. There's a lot of sexual innuendo in that one. If if you want to look for it, I, I wasn't even thinking about it, but I said grinding, edging, and there's one more. Finish. Sorry. Uh we have Watford and Man City. Um up next. I'm taking City in that one. Matt's taking City in that one. Watford have looked good in recent weeks, but I don't think they have enough. Um, in the tank to to beat a city team that's just not going to happen um, I think Ranieri maybe will have a, a different game plan and this could be a one or two goal game uh, but I think that that city win this game you know pretty easily I'm, I'm not sure that city are the next team that Wofford's going to knock off um, Matt has city too Leeds United versus Brentford Matt set a draw in this one my gut is telling me draw too. Um, I don't think Leeds win again because they did just win. I don't think that's going to happen again. But I also don't want to take Brentford. Mm, I'm going to take a draw as well. I think it's probably a 1-1 draw. So I'm taking a, a draw for Leeds-Brentford. Manchester United and Crystal Palace. I'm taking United straight up. Their win probability is 61%. Matt's going to take Manchester United straight up as well. I think the Palace experiment, um, we've sort of figured out who Palace are right now, and I'm not willing to take them straight up as an underdog against United. And I think that there's just too much scoring power on United. Um, there's no way that that it ends in a, in a draw, you know. Uh, Tottenham versus Norwich City. I am taking Spurs. I'm going to take Tottenham here. I don't think Norwich have what it takes to beat Tottenham. And I think Conte is going to be trying to build that momentum. So I'm going to take uh, Spurs. I think they win this one easily. And that's where Matt is too. Matt has Villa over Leicester City. I'm taking Leicester City over Villa. Um, Leicester have to get a win here soon. They haven't in some time. And I think Rodgers... Um, just has more experience than Stevie G. I think Stevie G is going to be a little bit out of his depth in this one, so I'm taking Leicester straight up. And the team that I've been bashing the most, Everton, um, goes up against my Arsenal on Monday, December 6th. Oh, I'm chefing my hands together for this one. As far as I know, I don't think we're going to have DCL, or we're not going to see DCL in this game, so I'm taking Arsenal um, they are only 44% projected to win. 
28% draw, 28% Everton. Um, I think that Arsenal are going to absolutely batter Everton. I think this could be a three or a four nil um, loss for Everton. And I just think that Everton or Arsenal are going to be pissed after losing that game to United. So they're going to come out firing. And I personally can't wait to watch this. Uh, Matt has Arsenal too, by the way. So that's everything. Those are all the picks. Wow, this episode was 20 minutes. I did not do much crazy analysis. Um, yeah, so the next games, like the next week of games um, is 16 technically after 15, which I just read to you. Um, it looks like those games start on December 10th and end on December 12th. So we have so many, we have like so much midweek madness. It's going to be Matt and I doing all kinds of different shows. We're going to have to probably figure out a different like schedule for this because it's kind of tough to schedule things in, but we'll figure it out. Um, so we're not giving it like spamming your inbox with new podcasts. If you like that, then that's good too. But, um, I know not everybody's always looking for about four or five shows from the same feed to listen to per week. With all that being said, I'm done. I'm going to stop ranting. Um, Matt's at a wedding. Make sure you uh, tweet at Post20Podcast. Hit our Instagram. Maybe he'll be posting from the wedding. I don't know what's going on. Um, but I'll be around tweeting NFL stuff, gambling stuff. And uh, yeah, check us out on there uh, at social on social media stuff. And then also on all the platforms where you can find podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Um, until next week, I will uh, see you later, and take care of yourselves, all right? I'll, I'll see you then. Bye-bye.